like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signing, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chris Laporta on the line, and he is the VP of Investments and Operations over at APG Trust Company. Chris, welcome to the show. Yeah, it's great. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at ATG Trust Company, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you start in business and in your career? That's a great question. I feel like a lot of what I'm doing today was pretty random. <laughs> um, I went to Beloit College in Beloit, Wisconsin, uh, majored in business administration. But throughout my life, I always had an athletic background. I was really into sports. Always worked, you know, throughout high school, uh, throughout college. I worked, um, you know, at the YMCA doing coaching. I coached baseball for a long time. So I've always had like a, you know, an athletic coaching background. And, um, you know, I fortunately fell into an industry that gave me an opportunity to um, kind of coach and mentor clients and team members and, um you know, when I was when I first graduated college, I remember my dad gave me six months to find a job. And you know, I was you know I just graduated. Uh, it was 2005. Um, had no idea what I wanted to do, uh, like most graduates, um, at least back then. Um, and first job I took uh, was awful. I think I lasted like three months. Um, had a terrible experience. And I had a friend working at a bank. Um, in the trust operations group, and they had an opening, and I started there. And in 2008, I transitioned to where I'm at today. Um, so it was really by chance that I fell into the trust industry, but it gave me a really good opportunity to uh, coach and mentor on a different level outside of athletics. And that's awesome, and I love that story because – um, I think a lot of people find finance or find these niches within finance um, um, at, at times by, you know, a referral or things like, like what you're doing, but you didn't go to school and say, hey, I want to be, I want to be a VP of investments over at ATG Trust Company when I grow up. I mean, that, that's just not the way it typically works. Um, but I love exactly. that you found the, I, I love that you found the industry and I love that you see how, how translatable your skills were um, that you've gained along the way into what you're doing present day. And we're going to get more into um, ATG Trust Company. But before we do that, um, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs or there's also, you know, some executives or there's also people that are just graduating college and they're just getting started. And maybe they're where you were when you started over there. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that real newbie that's really just getting out there in terms of possibly pursuing a career in trust or on that side of the finance business? Yeah, um, great question. Uh, you know, if you're just graduating, um, <laughs> stay at home as long as possible. <laughs> Great advice. You heard it here. Money by the top tips. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Stay as home as long as possible. Um, but you know, I think I think uh, today you really have an opportunity to network. You know, digitally, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's how you got connected, right? And that's how you connect mm -hmm. to a lot of your your people that are on your show. Um, you know, it's building that network, and you find a lot of opportunities through that network, and, and not being too picky, right? Like. 
Um, you know, patience is, is, is key in a lot of facets of life. And you don't want to rush into a job decision, but you also don't want to be so picky that you're really limiting your opportunities because, you know, by opening up doors through, you know, career opportunities that might not necessarily be your dream job, you're going to find avenues where you can network with, uh, with other people. And ultimately, I think if you build a sense of what you want to accomplish long term, you'll get there. I think really it's just a really great opportunity for people to network these days. Different than when I was growing up, um, you know, networking was, you know, through, um, you know, going to cocktail reception, right? And a lot of in-person and relationship building that way, which is still a great way to do it. But there's an opportunity now to, to really do your network before you even go to that cocktail reception. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. It's great advice. Um, let's move it up, Chris. I want to get into what you're doing over at ATG Trust Company. So first, tell me a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, so we were founded in 1998. Um, we are a corporate trustee. So what that means is we act as a trustee or executor or guardianship for uh, people that need uh, a, a corporate fiduciary. So, um, you know, if, if mom and dad die, they leave a trust for their son and daughter, uh, and they, name, they would name ATG Trust Company as, that, as the trustee over that trust. Um, part of that business of what we do is we have trust clients, and then we have individual investment management clients as well. So it's, the business in itself is, is two different dynamics. Um, I would describe our, the trust business as a, a forced marriage type relationship because, um, you know, mom and dad or aunt and uncle set up the trust for the benefit of, of, of these kids, and they didn't get to choose us, right? You know, mom and dad chose us for them. Sometimes that can go, you know, be pretty tough at first. So there's always challenging, um, challenges there with building those relationships, um, especially if there's, there, it's a morbid business. So a lot of times we're working when mom and dad just died or they became sick and incapacitated. So, um, you know, working through those dynamics and, and coaching those people through how do we deal with these beneficiaries that might not like us. Um, and then the other side of it is a, a little bit more of a warm, traditional investment management type of business where, you know, we meet with the clients, they choose us, they want us to manage their money. It's a long, long-term, ongoing relationship. Um, and the nice thing about being in the trust industry is that we operate as a true fiduciary. So you hear that word thrown out a lot lately um, in the finance world and especially in the investment world of what is a fiduciary. Um, and some people claim that they're fiduciaries, but they don't necessarily have to be, right? So as a trust company, we're obligated by law to act as a fiduciary. So if we don't do that, we're shut down, essentially. So we can, we can honestly say that we're doing everything we can to, to work in our clients' best interest. So from, from an investment standpoint, you know, we're fee-based only. We don't compensate it based on what we buy or sell or how we trade. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pure business. Are there any kind of I, – I think trust is extremely interesting right now. When we think about the wealth management shift, the amount of people that obviously the transfer wealth from baby boomers to the next generation, yeah. um, you know, trust and, and what's happening. I mean, what most it does, I don't think it gets enough uh, light or news or press, but it's really important the work you're doing and how that and – you're, and you're really in the middle or forefront of that transfer of wealth, especially for, um, you know, for clients that 
um, either have larger amounts of assets or have very structured giving that they want to make sure lasts, uh, you know, a after they're no longer with us. Um, any kind of trends that you just kind of notice um, from your vantage point, just working day in and day out in trust? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, we're in a good observation, um, and you know, we're we're in the largest the largest wealth transfer in, in history, right? Um, money transferring from boomers to millennials. And then it's even going to be more so for millennials to their kids. Um, you know, it's the largest wealth transfer in history. And, um, you know, uh, from, from our end, what we're seeing and what our business is really focusing on is we're seeing a lot more need for trust that are in what we call the special needs trust arena. And our company is really focused on special needs trust and guardianships. And, um, you know, it deals with clients that have substance abuse issues or maybe they're just on the autism spectrum, stuff that's a lot more widely recognized than it has been historically, right? Um, you know, if your child was on autism 30 years ago, it wasn't as, as widely accepted or, or recognized as it is today, right? So, you know, a lot more families are setting up these special needs trusts for their kids that might have these, these, these um, you know, needs financially where they might be able to take care of themselves long-term or they might need some assistance. And... Uh, what a special needs trust does is it allows them to get certain benefits, governmental benefits, by also having money available to them to help supplement those. Um, you know, because traditionally, if you just give the money to the kid outright, they're not going to qualify for certain benefits. Mm -hmm. um, and it also helps with, with people who see a lot more substance abuse issues. So they need help managing their money. Um, you can't give them a big check, right, because they'll, they'll blow it on, on whatever they're uh, addicted to. Mm -hmm. So... Um, our companies put a really big focus on, you know, working with families and helping the attorneys set up special needs trust for their clients and using us as a corporate trustee. So, Chris, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on ATG Trust Company or to connect them, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, the best way is to go right to our website, um, www.atgtrust.com. We've got um, a wealth of information on there about what I just mentioned, special needs trust, and also, um, you know, my contact info, info on all of our, our different employees. Um, we have, you know, weekly financial pieces that we put out, put out on the markets. So um, a, lot, a, wealth of, a wealth of knowledge out there just to get a, a better understanding of what a trust is, what a corporate trustee does, um, and then how we work with clients. That's awesome. Well, hey, Chris, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and uh, all the great work you're doing over at ATG Trust Company to help your clients. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, um, share this with your friends and family. I mean, do all those great things you do to support our, our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Chris, thanks again for coming on the show. 